0: This is Ed McMahon, and now here is Armstrong and Getty. And then I assume all the parents of that junior high band display there stood up and cheered, having videotaped their kids' that phenomenal performance. A for better than last year. Better than A last A year. For Live from Studio C. Hey, Senor. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody. Today on a Monday, kick off a brand new week. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Mm, I don't know.
1: I really don't know.
0: Rudderless ship? Yeah. Not in the mood for seriousness and misery and anger and bitterness. Who, who, it. who, who, who is the, who, who every, is? Everything in the news, everybody who, in the news business, whoever is, ah, it's a never-ending downer. Whoever gets up to start their day and says, you know what I'm in the mood for today? The entire news business is who? Bitterness and anger. That's what I'm in the mood for. So we have scheduled, finally, today, the uh, medical treatment for my son. Which could be a major, major turning point in his and our lives. So, pretty excited about that. Excited slash scared to death about that. Yeah. We're coming up later today. Hoping we can get it happening. Got a nurse showing up to our home to do an in-home infusion all day today, tomorrow, and the next day. If it happens, which I hope it does. Wow. Um, There's going to be great resistance, I'm sure. This woman uh, that's coming to our house says she's dealt with this sort of thing in the past. The, that's uh, good. The 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 company that's involved in this they they mailed us all the drugs last week, so they're all our refrigerator's full of drugs and all kinds of medical supplies and stuff like that. They wow. send them to your house. You got to keep them in the fridge. Some of them have to be in the fridge. Hmm. We got to stand, hang an IV bag on. He'll Uh-oh. be there on the couch doing the whole IV thing all day long. Hopefully asleep from a variety of drugs um, or watching TV or doing whatever. But it's going to be quite the deal. If you don't end up using all those sleepy drugs. <laughs> bring them into work. I know, guys. <laughs> <Right. laughs> bring him to work. Yeah, that was my plan. If there's any left over, I'll just put a little of my coffee every day. Just a couple drops of my coffee to start the day. You know, just to take the edge off. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody would judge you for that. <laughs> anyway, so... Ah. And so, obviously, that's the headline in my house, and whatever's going on in your life is the headline in your house. It is not what's happening in the news, probably, even though you know we will talk about what's going on in the news, because that's what this is. You tune in this to, to shows like this, I think, to know, okay, is there anything big going on? There's a little of that, a little of that. Okay, now back to my life. I think that's more or less what you do. Well, That's more or less what I do. There are no shows like this, but <laughs> I see your point, and I agree with it. And then I saw some polling yesterday, I suppose we'll get to, from the Washington Post and ABC about uh, only half of people cared about the Mueller report at all, and of those who did, it didn't change their mind. And mm-hmm. <laughs> That whole thing was just like a media thing. Yeah, but we all had fun, didn't it, we? Didn't, it didn't really <laughs> exist in the real world. Too many people, that is correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Would seem It would seem to most people. And then of those the people that did pay attention to it, it didn't change anything. So it was just kind of like a TV show. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yeah. We'll get into oh, some and bu- or a, uh, a buffet off of which they could just pick whatever looked tasty to them and believe that. I did too much of that over the weekend. Boy, the scale was not kind to me this morning. Yeah, Tell me about it. The scale said to me, you might want to sit down for this. I was actually down a tenth of a pound only because I was up so much the last time I weighed myself. So the uh, glass is a uh, tenth of a pound full. I haven't been able to stay away from something. the uh I haven't been able to stay away from the humble hot dog lately. I really? I can't oh, yeah. stay away from the humble oh, hot dog. Yeah. Wow, what's old is new again. Ever since we discovered the uh the mustard and relish mixed together. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's just that much time savings. <laughs> yes. It, it yes, was indeed. the key. It was the tipping point. <laughs> it's a life changer. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, that does sound convenient as all heck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
2: Good. I I was very proud of this 16-year-old girl that I saw over the weekend. I was ordering two burgers to go. And there was a grumpy old man there, and I guess the ketchup dispenser was out of ketchup or whatever. And That'll make you mad. Yeah, so he started yeah, no ketchup. In that's here. what he did. He started snapping. He starts snapping <laughs> his fingers at her. He goes, "Hey, hey!" He's yelling at her. He goes, There's no ketchup. There's no. Yeah, he's literally
0: yelling. Beautiful. And
2: so she quickly runs over, and that's the tip over the. Uh, Dispenser and like adjust the I don't know the nozzle or something. Adjust so, oh, the my. Yeah, he needs. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe all this for ketchup. And then so she starts pounding on the thing, and then all of a sudden he goes, oh, "What an angry woman!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 And so,
2: anyway, you know, after this all happened, customer after customer was coming up to her and saying, "You know, you did such a great job."
1: What an angry yeah. woman!
2: <laughs> he looks back at all. So many
0: wasn't. angry women these days. <laughs> that, that's I feel like there was some projecting going on. Yeah, yeah maybe a little. <laughs> he finally got his ketchup. And I almost said something, but I didn't. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. I'm sure Sean was surprised, as I was, that Melania Trump made a cameo in Game of Thrones last night. How are you this morning, Sean? <laughs> yeah, did not see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing very well, but I am currently uh, I, I am in limbo. My, I, I am stretched between... Uh, Chateau Relaxo version 1.0 And the new improved version 2.0 I got most of the stuff in the new place But it's still It's not quite there yet The stuff that's there in boxes I, I, I've been stuck in moving mode for about a week I'm looking to wrap that up today As uh, the final actual transportation of my goods To the new location no, There, There's a few things that are more annoying than moving Oh gosh, it's the worst Yeah it's just uh, sustained misery. I got the I got the sore. Days stretch into weeks stretch into months. <laughs> I got the sore traps. These are, these are traps, I think. Yeah, my traps are all sore. Lots, lots <laughs> oh, of lifting. Oh, God, not oh, <laughs> sore man. traps. Nobody wants sore oh, traps. Geez. There's is Marsha Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marsha? I'm
1: doing all right. We got a couple of major celebrity birthdays today, my friends. The great English actor, now retired, Daniel
0: Day-Lewis
1: uh, turns
0: 62. I think he's I think he's my favorite all-time actor. <laughs> yeah. Name a better actor. Trick question. You can't. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh his net worth at
1: uh, this point is about $50 million and he's he, no Tom Cruise. And it is none other than Jerry Seinfeld's birthday today. Jerry hits 60. Five. Jerry, really? Yes. Jerry Seinfeld, 65. I did yes. not know that. What's the deal with all these candles? And Jerry's net worth, $960 million. <laughs> He's got really? Million dollars. Yes.
0: He made it to 65 as a funny man, as a jokester, with a wow. billion dollars. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And That's now right. he can collect his Social Security. Well so. done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get on Medicare finally. <laughs> <laughs> all coming together. Kick back and relax. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, April 29th, the year twenty. 20- Nineteen, we're Armstrong and getting we approve of this program. I'm not gonna insist, but we could start the show officially now according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. By the way, Saturday
1: night, is there any place that's more fun than a Trump rally?
0: <laughs> awesome. We have lots of clips. A Trump rally from Saturday night. He was, uh, as usual, doing his thing all over the place. What are our other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Uh, standing
1: up to violence, acts of courage
0: in the midst of the synagogue shooting in Poway,
1: California. Get ready for Hyper Joe today, Joe Biden's first campaign speech of the season, and NASA's carrying out a first, a
0: disaster drill aimed at preventing the end of the world. Stories coming up. That's worth preventing, I suppose, the end of the world. Sure. The old EOW. Or at least have a plan for how to wrap things up. <laughs> Let's wind this whole thing down. Exactly. How does mailbag look?
1: It's all right. It's it's taking shape. It's taking we're, shape. Uh, we're, 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 we're
0: massaging it. Uh, some interesting stories on 60 Minutes last night. Man, there Indeed. Are, there are differing views even among Republicans of whether or not Trump obstructed justice. Got a couple of great examples of that. Two smart people I like completely opposite ends on this one. So who knows where that's going to go. Anyway, I hope you can stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: If uh, you run into this in real life or seeing pictures of it? Young young people especially, but uh, people of all ages dressing up as animals. They got the little black things on their nose, some sort of ear thing going. It's like really become popular. Well, there's a uh, an app that you can put that on your selfies too, easily. I see people in real life like that regularly. That's and not a normal. Article I came across over the weekend about how this human animal hybrids. This is uh kind of becoming a thing, and it also fits out with the plummeting birth rate. I think they go together as a story. Actually, but uh, maybe we'll get into that later. Weird. We're a weird, we're, become, we're becoming a weirder and weirder species. You're saying people need to grow up and be adults? You don't dress up like a dog after you're 18. You go to work <laughs> in the mines. There aren't any mines where you are. Start one and another, go to work in it. Another democracy that's had a very interesting election showing that people are just not happy with the way things are going. Spain, interesting election over the weekend. Everybody, everywhere, everywhere. I missed the Spanish election. Who won? Well, the socialists gained, but while the socialists gained and remain in power, a super right-wing party has a place in parliament now for the first time. So on both ends of it, the, 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 the center groups that people have long liked, nah, we're, not, we're not digging this anymore. It ain't wow. working for us. It's wow. happened all over the world. It's interesting. Hmm. Western civilization just giving up on democracy or wanting a different brand of it. Right. Yeah. uh, Well, we can get to that. We'll we'll get to it now. As I've suggested, I think democracy is in the same spot as, you know, uh, have you ever uh, been, uh, you worked at a place that has an employee that's been there forever and they've learned to really game the system? And they don't do much work, and they take every single sick day and they just kind of cruise until retirement or whatever and I think democracy's in a similar spot, Western democracy. I think those who would game the system have gotten so good at gaming the system, and the the procedures of it the techniques are so well known nobody's doing what they're supposed to anymore, and it's just become I could be weird it certainly fits around here, yeah, yeah, mailback. Yes. Yeah. Scale of 1 to 10, Game of Thrones last night, Sean. Quickly, scale of 1 to 10. It's 9. It's a 9. 9. There you go. His 30 second recap later in the show. Nice. Freedom loving quote of the day. From Harry Brown, American writer, investment advisor, Libertarian Party's presidential candidate in 96 and 2000, before we started running mental patients. Ya-na-na-na-na. The government is good at one thing. It knows how to break your legs and then hand you a crutch and say, see, if it weren't for the government, you wouldn't be able to walk. Wow. Oh, I love that. I crappy. love it so much. Nice note from uh, Ian and Tijuana. Always good to hear from me. And Happy Monday. I'm fat, but I identify as skinny. I'm trans slender. Ha, <laughs> ha, ha, Hello. It's Ian. of humor there. Not reverent, sir. In fact, I might go so far to say it was irreverent. Here's a nice note from Levi, Oregon rancher for 30 years now. I've seen a few things or two, he writes. <laughs> I love this note. I'm going to edit it a bit for length, but um, uh, he explains cow flatulence or the lack thereof, briefly. Uh, perhaps we'll uh, have an entire segment devoted to that in a bit. But then my favorite part, look, I make my employees listen to you guys the first two hours of every morning. After that, is that they legal? Le- <laughs> no, but I'm in favor of it. Is it legal? Sure, it's legal. <laughs> it's his radio. He's got it tuned where he wants it. It's his ranch. 30 years. Anyway, after that, they can either do it or don't. They're on their own. Uh, more or less like you guys. If it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, you know it's wrong. He's talking about being politically independent. I have, uh, oh, I have every farmer, rancher, heavy equipment operator all listening to you guys. So uh, keep it up. It's working. We're the grass and cow seed capital of the world. Oh, that's very uh, Oh, yeah, and I got a bet that says that gay mayor will be the next Democratic nominee. Mm. Buttigieg. Uh, sincerely, always listening, uh, Levi. Thanks for the note, Levi. And he uh, he raises Black Angus Kobe beef. Wig wig you beef. Wow. Well. Well, we're fans of the beef there, Levi, so, you know, I, mutual admiration society. Keep up the good work and thank you. Just got these texts on the text line. Tell Joe I love him, followed by I love you too, Jack. So thank you for well, those. text. I, oh, in these troubled times, exactly. somebody taking a moment to reach out anonymously and somewhat weirdly. <laughs> but nonetheless, with kindness and love. Hi, guys. I <laughs> love you too, Michael. All right, moving along. Um, We're not going to wallow in this, but we do have some tales of courage and goodness out of the Poway, California, uh, shooting at that synagogue. Terrible thing, but um, Barry from Thailand couldn't resist, much like AOC, who immediately politicized the shooting. Uh, He says, so the San Diego shooter gets the vote if Bernie's elected, right? I'm feeling the burn already. Wow, that's a good example. Oh, oh, Joe from beautiful Dayton, Ohio. Joe, you're going to be seeing a lot of uh, Joe Biden as he is going to hit the rust belt hard. He's launching his, his, well, he's doing his first rally in Pittsburgh today with a bunch of union guys. We'll see how that goes. Uh, you know what? This is a little long. I don't want to cut it short. We'll do it in a minute. Uh, instead, this from JT in Livermore. Oh, uh, that is a... I know it's a bit dated at this point, but on Friday's award-winning podcast, I listened to Joe talk about how his daughter's professor might be the world's tallest Marxist. Mm. He may be six foot nine. I mean, there aren't many of anything over six foot nine, much less Marxists. Uh, Let's see. I kept waiting to hear if little D uh, asked, are you in sport? (laughs) (laughs) Seems like kind of a lost opportunity. Oh, well, Owen, two. That's JT. You know what? She didn't ask if he was in sport, I don't think. I met a guy yesterday, seven feet tall. I figured he had to be in sport, but he wasn't in sport. (laughs) Hard to believe that guy didn't connect with the American people (laughs) sufficiently to get elected. Got a number of uh, textures with guesses as to why um, Western civilization is unhappy with their democracies. Kind of interesting. That's certainly where we are, no doubt about it. I would love to hear their theories, because I think they're probably as good as anyone's. But Marshall's got his news coming up, and we'll get into what happened over the weekend and comment upon it, because that's what we do. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we got a text a little bit ago saying... I love both of you two so much, which we really appreciated. And we just got a uh, another text uh, on our text line, which is 415 295 KFTC. I also love both of you two very much and appreciate all you bring. Very kind. Uh, followed by a different texture. Since we're bearing our emotions, I hate Sean. Fair uh, enough. I don't, know, I don't know. I guess that was just the internet doing what the internet does. Had to bring some hate somewhere.
1: Good luck with that, sir. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or a madam. Could be a madam. Yeah. Women hate two. Yep. There have been more than one in your life, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's get to the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well,
1: Saturday's synagogue shooting that left a woman dead and three other people injured could have been worse, according to the leader of the congregation, Rabbi Israel Goldstein, who got shot in the hand, says the gunman ran out of the Shabbat of Poway, California, after his rifle jails.
0: How did that happen? I mean, that, that doesn't happen with modern stuff. Yeah. Hand to God. God dang it.
1: Yeah, the rabbi recalling the moment he saw the man with the rifle. Here is. A young man standing with a rifle pointing right at me. And I looked at him. He had sunglasses on. I couldn't see his eyes. I couldn't see his soul. After the man started firing at the rabbi again, the gun jammed. As soon as the gun jammed and as soon as the shouting was going on, he jumped up in pursuit. Oscar Stewart, a former soldier, jumped into action. He tried to tackle down The gunman. He was not the only one who jumped into action. After the uh, shooter was running away, he exchanged fire with an off-duty border patrol agent who chased him outside and shot at his car. The gunman, taken into custody shortly after the exchange, President Trump calling the rabbi with condolences, and at his rally in Wisconsin, the president said America's hearts and prayers go out to the people of Poway. Our entire nation mourns the loss of life prays for the wounded, and stands in solidarity with the Jewish community. We forcefully condemn the evil of anti-Semitism and hate, which must be defeated. Just happened. Must
2: be defeated.
0: Those must have been fake cheers because the Trump rally. Those are all racists and haters who want people killed. All right, white supremacists. Um, CNN going wall to wall with uh, Trump causes this stuff. It's just unbelievable. I I was going to ask, so uh, at least the channels I was watching, a lot of people were going heavy with the guy's manifesto and we've long been a don't read doofus' manifesto. Right. Why give them precisely what they want Well, just with blood? Well, and why send the message to other crazy people, hey, you want the whole world to hear what you think about everything. Right. It just seems like a terrible message, but... Will make you famous and give you a voice. It's unholy. I suppose it's more defensible since, you know, in theory there might be this theme of anti Semitism going on in various parts of the world, and that was a lot of what his manifesto was about. But, God, I just. You can summarize that, though, in half a dozen yeah. words, right? I swear reading these people's manifestos is guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Not just could or. Yeah, it's possible. No, guaranteed to cause some people to want to do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But we do it every time.
1: On another matter, Joe Biden's first campaign speech at the 2020 presidential race is going to be in Pittsburgh.
0: I, I can't handle all these firsts. Every candidate gets away with now. <laughs> their first this, their first interview, their first speech, their first rally, their first right. ad. Their first... I'm told the uh, appearance on uh, The View was mediocre. He did not do very well in that gentle form. Anybody see it? Anybody? No? Oh, okay. I mean, it, uh, really, if the Savior came back as a guest on The View, it'd be a coin flip whether I could make myself <laughs> watch or not.
1: Jesus lied <laughs> on Jesus The View of today. Never. Right. Man. Jesus, he comes I
0: out with Joy Behar, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't know if I can take this. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'll just read the transcript. <laughs>
1: Anyway, by picking uh, Pennsylvania for his speech, the former Veep is signaling he hopes to own what may be the toughest battleground of the election. President Trump also has his sights indeed set on Pennsylvania after winning the state in 2016. NASA is going to be holding a stimulation this week on how to respond if we knew an asteroid would hit the Earth in 2027. Panic! We panic!
0: It's 2027. Being... I would change my, uh, my investment portfolio <laughs> quickly. The way I look at, uh, you know, that sort of thing. Go so more, more bonds? Shorter less... horizons. Right, right.
1: <laughs> it's being done as a tabletop exercise during the 2019 Planetary Defense Conference going on in Maryland. They're going to be discussing how to determine which regions of the planet will face what risks and how to respond. The asteroid experts, emergency management personnel, and a bunch of others at the conference will get more and more detailed information to respond during the week. The goal is going to be be ready for it if there ever is a real risk of an asteroid hitting the planet. So they're already having these war games where they're trying to figure out how to respond in case the danger appears. That'd be something.
0: Is there any real option other than shoot it out of the sky? I mean, just send everything we've got at it? Although no. no, how how many effective weapons do we have that can go like a light here into space? Well, you wouldn't need to go no, like I've, I've seen the movie about this. You get Bruce Willis and his yes. other oil drilling buddies. Right. You send them up to the, the thing and they drill in. They put a bomb in the middle of it oh. and then you explode it that way. Oh, I see. Well, All right. dying off is an option. That's what the dinosaurs did. You just let it hit the earth and die off. There's some days Jack, I think, you know. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> speak of the hand of God. SMOD, yes. Sweet meter of death. Right. That's right. Smod 2016. <laughs> Smod <laughs> will be making a comeback today. 2020? 2020, oh, <laughs> bigger and better than ever.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, the Avengers Endgame blowing past even the most seemingly optimistic predictions for the opening weekend. Over the weekend, $1.2 billion.
0: Is that domestic or uh, global. Global. That's more global. global? Yeah, global. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: It's certainly on target to become the fifth film to gross $2 billion worldwide. I didn't know there were four others that grossed $2 billion worldwide.
0: They don't adjust for inflation on any of these That's numbers, right. so it's just pointless, but whatever. Yep. There if people you... enjoy this sort of thing, go ahead and enjoy it. There... I, I don't I plan to participate in that sort of garbage, though. Marshall, update for inflation, would you? All right, from here on in, we'll do that.
1: That's your news. The Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience. Of
0: the nation, I think the uh, the uh, movie there is a pretty good. It's like a metaphor, an illustration of of globalism, global trade. I mean, the movie companies and everybody's mm-hmm. making more money, so that's good, right? Except the movies being produced are punchy, explody movies, <laughs> and and there's nothing but punchy, explody movies being made. Well, there are very small budget movies being made as well. But that, that sweet spot in the middle of like mid-budget, solid, right. Right. artful, yet entertaining movies, there's just no, no time for that. I saw this piece in the Washington Post. That's what uh, pretentious people call articles. Right. I saw this piece in the Washington Post. Americans crave complex arguments. Marvel proves it. Mm. Saying that all the Avengers movies are complex plots. And why do our uh, politicians treat us like we're too stupid to handle complex arguments. There that's is a fair amount of moral ambivalence in the punchy exploding movies. I'll give them that. It's kind yeah. of an interesting idea, though. Game of Thrones is certainly not uh, right. for the dumb. The, the hottest show going. I think the dumb can enjoy it. Well, and and there's, something why would we exclude them? there's something for everyone. There's something for everyone. choose to be dumb. Yeah, I came across this thing also in the Washington Post, an illustrated guide to all 2,300 deaths in Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, don't, I think if you read that, you're got a weird. you kind of a weirdo. <laughs> Sounds like it would be longish. Yeah, they got to be including some really minor extras in that list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. I'd like to know what their standard is, because there are a number of big battles where the uh, bloodletting was mind-boggling we got to update you on a couple of uh, stories, some of them horrifying, that happened over the weekend. Also, at some point I want to get to this eight things you need to throw out with spring cleaning that include school portraits and exclamation points. It's a great list of things we need to do away with in society. Well, one of those is wrong. <laughs> I'll let you guess which. <laughs> Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the nation. Papers in paper form anymore I read them online and I don't know if the layout is planned at all you know back in the newspaper day they'd, they'd put some thought into certainly what's on the front page and oh, then yeah, this art and a science and then the above the fold is the way it's folded in the newspaper machine so the most important stories were above the fold so you'd see them in the window and maybe mm-hmm. you know I don't know if there's how much thought is put into it online but these two stories were back to back in the New York Times and I thought this was damned interesting that they're back to back. Uh, Story number one, running out of children. A South Korea school enrolls illiterate grandmothers. The idea is the birth rate has plummeted so low in South Korea, it's one of the lowest in the world. Less than one per woman. You have to have two live births, 2.1 live births per woman just to maintain your population. They're below one. In South Korea, that's astonishing. Yeah, they're going to disappear. They will just they will just actually go away. Wow, maybe that's why Fathead just plays the waiting game and the delay game. As long as they're reproducing in the North, they'll own the, the peninsula soon enough. But this this is um, uh, what's going on in South Korea. It, they're further ahead, but it's the same thing that's happening in Europe, in the United States, in Japan. A lot of I don't know what all these countries have in common. They're they're they're, they're obviously not all Western, but it's Western culture. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, democracies they are affluent, right? There's some stuff in common there anyway. So they're, they're not having any kids and they're trying to keep these schools open because their fear is if they close the schools, then, then nobody will ever, nobody will ever move there or live there that does have kids because mm-hmm. there's no schools there. And they're desperately trying to keep some of these schools open in various places. Wow. Um, Talking about this one particular school, this Miss Huang, who works at the school, and says when her son, who's 42, was attending this school in the 80s, it had 90 students in each grade. It'd be a, a little bigger than the school I went to, but similar. 90 students in each grade. Now the school has 22 students in total, including one in each of its 4th and 5th grade classes. Great Scott! And this year the worst of things happened. They went all around in the countryside and everywhere to find one first grader. They couldn't find one, so they don't have a single first grader. And so they're starting to bring in illiterate old people from the countryside who never got to learn to read. And bringing them to the schools and teaching them. Just trying to keep the infrastructure around. Just trying to keep the school going. Because otherwise they feel like they're doomed, and right. they might be. So you got that story. It's a kick in the Pyongyang. Western, civilization, America, all these different countries were voluntarily stopping reproducing the most, the single most natural thing that beasts do. Mm. We've stopped doing that for some reason, and nobody's exactly sure why. Putting Getting aside it, the obvious breathing, etc. Uh, yeah. You don't breathe, you can't reproduce. Science. Um, But our our entire DNA is screams to reproduce, and we're still not doing it. Sure, yeah. Then you've got this story. Again, it was side by side with disappearing children around the world in affluent societies. We live in packs. Puppy play isn't new, but it's newly popular. Dressing up like dogs has become more visible in San Francisco and other cities. This is for people who like to wear puppy hoods, harnesses, chain collars, and tails while out and about. This article caught my eye because I saw a giant crowd of these people over the weekend. Oh, boy. In my town. Oh, boy. Sometimes they appear in packs. Uh, Dressing up up in doggy style has become more visible in many cities around America. Puppy play enthusiasts are part of a larger community interested in bondage, dominance, sadism, and masochism, collectively known as BDSM. Participants primarily consider it a form of sexual role play because they get to act like puppies, but friendly, frisky, often nonverbal, and gain pleasure from doing so. Adherents, lots of whom are young gay men, adopt pet names. Pups like Turbo, Wonky, Level, Twitch, Trigger, Cakes, Ampin. And... Oh, you're... I'm going to vomit soon. Okay, I got a little more that will make you vomit. and then we you need discuss. a bit more like a doll. I blame Snoop Dogg. You stop using words and start communicating in growls. It's really fun, says Philip Hammock, 42 years old. Great Scott. <laughs> a psychology professor at UC uh, Santa Cruz. He's a professor. He goes by Pup Turbo. This 27-year-old entrepreneur in Boulder, Colorado, who goes by pup level, says that pup play has accentuated the tendencies he had before he began practicing it. He says his puppy gear allows him to be more who I am than when I am just me. Well, you got a problem. That's very odd. So, to me, those stories back-to-back. Spreading popularity of young men wanting to dress as puppies and run around and Mm -hmm. bark at each other. But but not getting together and having children. Right. Not coupling and having children. Right. Isn't there something st- super extra duper duper strange going on in the world? Yes, clearly it is. I, you know, I, I'm picturing God Almighty who, who sees the big patterns unfolding on, on Earth and says, oh, no, this is absolutely, uh, you know, this comes and that goes. And then that fades, and then this arises. That's, it's the rhythms of the thing. It's the way it's supposed to be. There are too many deer, they starve. There's not enough food, then you got the right amount of deer. And, you know, you got these societies become affluent and successful and powerful and the rest of it. And right at the point where they're going to overwhelm the planet or each other or whatever, uh, kill them off. They kill themselves off by just not having Well, kids. right, depending on how you look at life, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not smited like with the... Uh, a flood or a you know pillar of fire or something like that no, it's just their own tendency self limit I, I don't know i it's it's weird and disturbing to me because Western civilization's this incredible gift and and it's brought you know I actually have a great little feature at later on what life was really like in the middle ages, not good. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, in case you have to go into work right now and can't listen to the rest of the show like really starvy um so anyway, uh that to come but i where was i It doesn't matter so uh, yeah i I think we're seeing the next stage of a country's development, and that is decline and and death. I, I, and I don't mean that to seem as grim as it does. It sounds a little grim. Well, and it, it, death is good the wrong thing. It evolves into something else, which will evolve into something after that. I just I think it's inevitable. I, which is not to say you shouldn't hold on to the good parts as long as you can, because maybe they'll endure and, and be part of the the new thing, whatever. that it happens to be, but I guess I can understand how if you live in a society like Japan and, and South Korea, <clears> especially <throat> that are going to go away, Italy there, but you don't have kids. So what is your motivation for keeping it around? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you enjoy it while you're alive, then you'll be dead. And then what do you care? You don't have children to worry about. Right. Right, and how what their lives are going to be like? Well, you know, worrying doesn't get much done. All you can do is train your kids the best you can to be, you know, smart and adaptive. I just find well, you myself. You don't have thinking... any kids. That's what I'm saying. All these All right. people don't have any kids, so well, they, don't, right. they don't have to do anything. Yeah. Other right. than what's the cool movie that came out this weekend? What's on TV? What's the latest craze? They're dressing as a dog and running around barking at each other. Mm. And then you just do that. Sounds liberating until you're done. Well, you get so you the, run off the clock. The Aztecs are gone too. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's I mean, okay. The Incas. Anybody seen the Incas running around? Not so not. much. I think the Conquistadors may have had something to do with some of that, mm-hmm. but uh, what are you going to do? I just think that's interesting. You got your big, comfy uh, societies, then you got your young, hungry societies. It's just the way it goes. I'll miss Italy myself, Jack. The food, the wine, delicious. The whole... Uh, the architecture. Well, well, the land will delightful. still be there, and the architecture will still be there. There won't be any Italians. Mm. it be different people. Probably be uh, aggressive young uh, Muslims, probably from Africa. But I saw a, I saw a large group of twenty somethings over the weekend with the little black noses and uh, and ears, and they looked to be a variety of beasts, and they were just like riding bikes around and doing something. I don't. Was know. Was it all dudes or were there gals? mixed There was in? both. Uh, well, biatches, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's dogs, I, right. got you. I got you. I like to be technically accurate. <laughs> you know, accuracy is my hallmark. It's just uh, yeah yeah. So. Listen. I I can oh man, I can totally see the enjoyment of that for eight-year-olds. <laughs> but yeah. as an adult, I is there no well, uh, at least for those people, the answer is clear. There is no valuing of dignity, maturity, responsibility, or I don't know. Maybe their argument would be sounds boring. Right, yeah, you're exactly. not dressed as a dog. Their argument might be I do that five days a week from uh, you know eight to five. Weekends, I like to dress up like a puppy and sniff other people. I'm guessing that's part right. of it. I get to be more of who I am than in real life. You're not a dog, you idiot. That dog needs to be yelled at and shamed. I'm going to rub my nose in his stupidity. Rub Puck, his nose uh, in it. Puck plays has, nose. has accentuated his tendencies uh, in a way that he, before he practiced it, he didn't have. Whatever that means. You need to move more like a So, so your I think argument... he's leaving behind steaming piles of illogic. Right? <laughs> you want these pup players to have kids? Is that your argument? <laughs> I don't really have an argument. No, that's, I, that's, that's an interesting <laughs> thought there. I hope, <laughs> I hope they're cleaning up after themselves. Right. Carry on their, their own little baggies. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.